and good morning, and it's been a long wait, so hopefully it'll be over soon. <laughs> it's uh, six weeks is up. <laughs> six long, long weeks for Gabriel and Julia. I know this is the chapter. This is the chapter that they can come together in the most intimate way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure that uh, someone's very glad. Well, I'm sure both of them are glad, but I'm sure one's more glad than the other. <laughs> since he's been asking since uh, day one. Went, 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 went. I feel like one of those birds from um, Nemo. <laughs> so how are you this morning i'm well i'm well good morning pam good morning everyone i see that we have a nice turnout already with mm -hmm. ashley and cheryl ellie god love you waking up early on the west coast of the u.s kenzie kins brenda and betty good morning everybody i'm doing well it's uh i can't believe we're at june 12th already I mean, it's stunning to me that we're almost halfway through this year. I know. I know. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely scary. We, uh, it just, time just seems to fly so fast anymore. It's ridiculous. But that brings us closer to other good things, hopefully in the fall and, uh, you know, fall, early winter, whenever it will be. So... Other than that, it's been, I know it's been quiet here. Quiet is good I, sometimes. Sometimes I've ha I've had the house to myself almost all, a whole week by myself. <laughs> that sounds heavenly. It is. It is. Trust me. I haven't had to deal with dogs or cats or, uh, or dogs that can't walk and are falling all over the place. That's the worst part of it. But. It's been good. It's good. Well, that's a good thing. I hope everyone, um, and I see Lori and the SR Fox just joined. Mm -hmm. um, I hope everyone has been having a good week. Uh, yes, as Betty says, it's business time. It is business the time. Professor, the professor is ready, and he is in. Um, like, well, so before we hit that, though, be. Um, <laughs> or I should say before he hits that, um, we are going to have a couple announcements from SR. Yes, and, um, Betty said no one won the lottery and moved to Belize. No, Betty, I wish. Yet. I wish. But I saw that and I, the, both of the major lottery, um, lotteries that go on, um, nationally were, uh, won this week by different people. So oh, good. Good. congratulations. Yeah, really. Um, I wish, I wish it was one of our friends. As I said, if I would win big money like that in the lottery, we would all get together. Absolutely. I've been in Philadelphia. They, I would fund SR Fest. They would. <laughs> they, they, this week they started, uh, they announced that they're doing a lottery in Philadelphia for the people, for people to get vaccinated. And, you know, if you've been vaccinated or whatever, you can sign up for this thing. So I, I did. So they're, they're giving, I think, three $100,000 prizes out over three weeks. And yeah. then I think, and then there's a couple of other lesser, like one's $1,000, something, I think 10000 or whatever. 
Is that for sit? Is that for Philly City, or is that the five county for the Philadelphia city. area? For the okay, city. for city residents. And and they're particularly interested in certain zip codes, and I happen to be in one of those zip codes, so it's. I figure I, I might have a chance. <laughs> All right, Pam. A chance it's to be on ignored. You now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Kenzie said oh, about a passion con ticket. <laughs> I wish, Kenzie. Yeah. I wish. I hear Passion kind of sold out too. So I hear that too. I wanted to. I wanted to dig into that a little more to see if they're having, uh, if there's going to be any additional or wait list or anything like that. So I'm glad you mentioned that, Kenzie. I wanted to reach out to Lauren Olson, mm -hmm. um, their director of development, who we had on the show earlier this year. Right. Um, ah, and Ellie's breaking out the German. Hey. Guten Morgen. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's why she was joking with me. Yes, Kenzie, it is mm -hmm. sold out. You never know, though, for the right amount of money, someone might be able to give up the ticket. Well, you, you never know who's going to have to cancel at the last minute either. So, Right. I mean, that's that's definitely true. Mm -hmm. um, good morning, Anna, or good afternoon, and good morning, I should say, to everybody on um, in the chat. So Pam, let's uh, let's dig well, in. It, it, uh, it's been six long weeks. I don't I know. know if I can wait much longer. I know. It's anticipation. <laughs> um, SR uh, has a couple of things. He's uh, he says he can tell tell you that good news is coming for Danish readers, and he expects the pre-orders for the Man in the Black Suit in Brazil at, to be coming up soon, which is cool. I'm yeah. I know. I've I've said this before. I'm I'm really excited about that book coming out um, for the Brazilian fans. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be really terrific. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. it, it also. I've seen that. I've, I, I I. Do think, they have the, co the, the cover? The cover. For the it? cover has been posted. I'm not. I just haven't, I haven't downloaded yet. it yet. So I will. Um, also, he. Uh, he said that Passion Flicks will be adding some new merchandise to their store soon. Ah, oh. mm -hmm. there you go, Kenzie. More, more, uh, more Passion Flicks Gabriel gear for you. Absolutely. To add to your collection. Um, no, I'm. I'll be excited to see. Um, we've had, you know, I've seen lots of people have other additional suggestions for gear. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and merchandise, so it'll be fun to see what they come up with. Mm -hmm. And Anna's wishing you best of luck, Pam. Nothing oh, like that in Western Pennsylvania. Keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> yes, yes. And Ashley's happy about the new Passion Flicks merch. And as Betty said, in Gabriel's world, it's been 87 years. <laughs> <laughs> and and mm -hmm. Kenzie's right. It could be wicked. It could be fueled merch. It could be any any kind of merch. So, I'm yeah. I, it could. I and I definitely think there will be new merch for both of those um, both of those projects. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking SR would would not just limit it to. I, I feel like SR wouldn't mention it or no, or have would. us mention. Yeah, just for just for the other the other stories too. Not new. Um, coming out for rapture yeah i mean he i, I think you know he, although i guess it's would, early i mean we're not going to see rapture for several months so, so yeah no I, i'm sure that he because he, he um has been backing passion flicks for a lot of things so oh definitely well so. i can't wait i can't wait for 
I cannot wait for the next in the Driven series um, fueled, right? Am I in the right order? I read all the books and I'm... Yeah, Fueled is the next one. Fueled is second, Crashed is third. Um, Cannot wait for that. I cannot wait to see that. Um, I really liked Wicked. I just finished the third book in um, the trilogy this morning, actually. Brave. Really, really good series. Um, If you haven't read them, I, I, it is paranormal, so mm-hmm. you know it's it's you have to be up for the paranormal romance. But man, it's good. Um, yeah, really, I have, really I well written. I haven't even had a chance to see Wicked yet. I, it's yeah, been well, crazy. So yeah, I know it's it has been crazy. I you know, well you know Pam, my job's been nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all good. It's good stuff. I'm really fortunate. I love what I do, but it's been a lot of uh, prep, and mm-hmm. we're 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 launching into. Uh, a major event and that's scheduled for mid August and we finally are getting the go ahead to go with it. So it's like usually six months of prep for this event. So, mm-hmm. um, six months of prep in two months. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. Yes, so. it will be. Yes. It will um, be. and I see Miss Epiphany joined us. Hello. Hello. Um, Ellie said wicked turned out well. She watched it last week. I agree. I thought it was so true to the book. And it really, it was, it, it really was a lot how I envisioned it in mm-hmm. my mind when I was reading it. So, um, well, well done. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, one of these days I'll get to watch it, you know, uh, maybe tonight after I get home. Yeah. Once yeah. I, once I put, uh, Phil to bed. Yes. Phil's, Taking uh, care of Phil. Yeah. Phil's niece had to go be with her daughter because her daughter had some minor surgery yesterday so he and he's having some problems with his back so she asked me to check in on him make sure he eats because he won't cook for himself and yeah. uh that kind of stuff so anyhow well and um as the sr fox noted i wanted to add this comment too she hasn't read uh paranormal romance since her teenage years but watched wicked and now i'm waiting until I get my books, I'm excited. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, they have the trilogy, and then she has additional books after that are in that world. I think it's A Thousand and One Nights, if mm. I'm... Um, so I actually downloaded the next one, because I, I do want to read it. I'm going to take a break and jump to um, uh, some other... I, I decided, uh, I was looking at some books that were available, and I was thinking for Pride Month I'd read a couple LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, romances. So um, I'm going to be digging into that today. And then I still haven't figured out my window when I'm going to sit and, like, be consumed by Freed. But I, I want to I wanna have a special time so I cannot have any distractions. I'm, I'm, um, I'm actually... 346 pages in. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and, and I just, I just because I, I don't have blocks of, of time to that I can sit and read for a couple of hours. I, I pick it up and put it down, pick it up, put it down. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, I know. That's that's why I was kind of thinking. Um, Kenzie said, next on your list to read is Seduction and Snacks, Leslie. I mm-hmm. will add that to my list. I know that's one of the ones that they optioned. Um, I definitely want to check that out. Um, Ellie said she listened to the audibles of the Wicked series, which I'm sure would have been really great to hear. And um, Lori loved how well they did the character Tink 
in Wicked, which, yeah, I thought so too. I, it, again, it was really like I envisioned. I envisioned. Um, and Ellie said she listened to Seduction and Snacks this week. It's got a lot of humor. That's wonderful. And um, Yes, our Fox mentioned that she likes Christian's point of view more than Anna's. I think because there's ooh. more detail. It fills in the blanks, right? That's what Big I heard. Time. I heard I heard mm-hmm. this this one really fills in some of the blanks that you had when you're wondering, well, what was he really thinking or what motivated him to do this? So I'm uh, super excited about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anna says, I've read Freed. I want to submit for CEUs now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, um, before we jump into the chapter, I just want to remind everybody, because I um, am afraid we'll forget at the end of this chapter, mm-hmm. um, and Ashley noted earlier today, Pam and I are special uh, guest lecturers today. We are going to be on the Emmer Zoom mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, USA, um, covering chapters 21 and 22. 22. Super intense chapters um, when things are starting to get rocky and rough uh, mm-hmm. for Julian Gabriel. So if you're around, um, check it out or mm-hmm. you can, I'm sure, check out the, um, the recording on Facebook uh, after they post it. Right. So we're um, happy to be doing that. We'll be doing another chapter later in the year. Another two chapters yeah, later in the like year. Yeah, in September towards the end of Rapture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, anytime I get to talk about Rapture is a good time. So I'm excited. We had a good work session last uh, Saturday night last yeah. week. Pam and I actually got to see each other in person. We met each other halfway between um, Philly and Harrisburg um, at a little town called The Gap. Gap, Pennsylvania. For anybody um, who knows Pennsylvania, it's kind of where the roads converge to hit the roads to go into the towards the beaches, mm-hmm. um, towards the east. So um, it was really, really lovely um, to get together and see Pam in person. So mm-hmm. um, it's always it's always fun, and it, it, and it can get dangerous, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you find a place that has really, really inexpensive alcohol. That's true. <laughs> Which we did. That's Glasses true. Glasses of wine for $4.50. Yeah, and and, and the, the uh, Bloody Marys were nice and spicy the way I like them. So Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was, what, $6 or something? I mean, it was really yeah, affordable. Yeah. If you need to know where we went, just email me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, we were the Brass in, Eagle. Actually, it's called the Brass, Brass Eagle. Eagle. And we mm-hmm. were... Uh, our, our drive is about an hour, an hour and a half each. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So it worked out well. Mm-hmm. Um, I see some folks will be on the Amazon. Some won't be on. So that's great. Um, Anna says, I'd love SR to write from Gabriel's point of view, all four books. See if I'm on point with my evaluation of him. Oh, that's <laughs> an interesting thought. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Lori, about- yeah, we just addressed Lori's question about yeah. our travel time. And Ellie, uh, if I'm going to drive to Pam, it's probably an hour two, and a half two hours? to two hours. Yeah. So to I mean, get towards between Harrisburg and Philly, it's a little, it's under two. Um, so 
And Ellie True. says she just walks around with her audibles while she is downtime, driving to home visits, which she had to go back to for the first time since March 2020. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And also, that's... so she listens, she kind of squeezes in her audibles whenever she can. Mm-hmm. I've started to do that too, Ellie. I really enjoy audibles. I'm listening to Michelle Obama's um, Becoming, and it's really great to hear. I love when the when their stories on um, yeah, yeah. that the authors read themselves. I love that. Um, and uh, Bruce Springsteen did that was with his uh, out um, his autobiography as well. It, it's and then you go and see see him on Broadway, Springsteen on Broadway, mm-hmm. and it's basically the book on Broadway. It's really, he, it's really cool. And I'm so glad yeah. he's going to be opening up the show again this month for bring opening up Broadway. Which, yes. That's going to be great. I yes. didn't hear that. So wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty wants, of course, to read the Gabriel series from Paul's point of view. Um, and, uh, Pam, uh, Anna's noting a nursing home in South Hills, which is out in Western Pennsylvania, just had an amazing bloody Mary brunch bar. Nice. <laughs> Pam will be there next week. Um, <laughs> and we have to say Mary. good afternoon to Monica. Good afternoon. Mm. Hope you're doing well. So glad you could join us today. I'm waving at my screen, even though you can't, even, can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on Zoom yet, Pam. No, 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 the yet. Zoom things this afternoon. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, you get to see us as well as hear us this afternoon. That's going to be fun. Yes. So. It'll be um, scary. No. <laughs> <laughs> always good. Yes. Always good. And um, as the SR Fox said, yes, Kenzie, we really get quite a good look into Gabriel's mind. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And we know what's on his mind right now. He just had a very, as we begin chapter 25, he just had a very, very warm and successful welcome um, as he was announced as the sage lecturer at Edinburgh University. Mm-hmm. He um, had all lots of greeting of all the guests. Um, people are waiting to talk to him. He's very, very much in demand. But he leaned over and said, I need to see you in my office, Miss Mitchell. So Julia, I think, knows what she's in for. So as we begin the chapter, Gabriel opens the door to the office, which is at the end of a deserted corridor. And this was the office um, that he was given so he could use um, and store his regalia, uh, prepared to get ready for the presentation. Um, the office had two walls of bookcases and a large window that overlooked his, the quad. And so, you know, you can envision, mm-hmm. again, SR paints this picture really beautifully. And, 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 there being, was a, and being in an, an old institution like that, I'm sure it was absolutely right. beautiful. I can almost smell the old like books. That. Yeah. The right. Books. I can and, almost smell the old books. And maybe like the lemon polish that you would clean the wood with. Yes, yes. And as Betty says, of course Gabriel has an office. Of course he does, because he's Gabriel, and That's he right. needs he needs to have sex on demand. <laughs> so um, so he pulls um, over uh, the, that beautiful large window overlooking the quad. He pulls a sheer curtain over the window, shielding them from view. And his garden, garment bag was hanging on the door. His briefcase was on the chair next to the floor lamp. 
and there was a lovely light shining in from the window. So Gabriel did not turn on the lamp. So you can kind of set, see this is a very kind of beautiful setting, setting um, that he's uh, getting ready um, to enjoy with his beloved. Um, he pulls Julia into his arms saying, we really don't have much time um, because he still has to go upstairs and do some interviews. And he was really sorry because he wanted to be able to spend a lot of time with her. Mm -hmm. um, Betty just asked, I wonder if Gabriel has a portable nameplate, which he attaches to any door. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he has one. I think he insists that um, there people... <laughs> That it's there. And it has to be in a very classic script. <laughs> yes, yes. It can't just be a printed name. He, he's, he is a bit fancy after mm -hmm. all. Right. Mr. Fancy Pants. So, fancy Pants, yes. So Julia lets him know that he really did a great job with his presentation. Uh, she noted the audience reacted well to his talk and that Catherine was very, very pleased and she also noted that she was feeling a little bit off after a talk with Professor Wodehouse. Um, she was a little concerned that her plans about getting back, uh, her plans for the fall and for the next year may get back to her supervisor before she'd have a chance to talk to her. So she was, she was concerned, you know, Wodehouse already was like, you should just stay here and you can be here and study and, you know, move ahead. And you know, she didn't want anything to rock the boat because she really wanted to be with Gabriel while he had um, his time in Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. um, as Gabriel tightens his embrace and nuzzles her neck, he told her he thought she had acquired a fan um, since she really seemed to hold her own with Professor Wodehouse. And I think when we talked about this last uh, time mm -hmm. we were talking on the chapters, um, yeah, she really, really seems to have gotten his attention and his respect which I think yes. is pretty cool. And as she inhales the aramis and peppermint, she admits that Wodehouse scares her. <laughs> and, and Gabriel said, look, he scares everyone. And besides, maybe he wanted to speak to the prettiest girl. He is a man after all. And uh, before you turn um, and start chatting, I do see we should have a celebration and a note of congratulations um, to Ellie's son. son and the graduates um, and the graduates celebrating her son's 13th birthday, which is tomorrow, mm -hmm. a high school graduation for her third cousin. So they're really going to have a great time. It's the first real outdoor party since pre-March 2020. Um, <laughs> and she has an anaconda burrito to pick up at 11. So she may miss Emmer Zoom unless she drives through it. <laughs> but good luck, ladies. Thank you, Ellie. <laughs> Thank you. No, enjoy your day. Last uh, last week was uh, my graduation uh, palooza. We had two parties, one one in Harrisburg and then one in State College on Sunday. And we have another one coming up next week for dear friends who, um, who've graduated high school. Mm -hmm. So super, super excited. Enjoy. Yeah, it's, really. It I'm... was a real gift to be in a social setting with people again, mm -hmm. um, outdoors. And we were very confident with the people we were with that they were vaccinated. So that, that was a nice level of, of 
calm and security. And I, I'm, I'm just going to say this and, and going back out into the world after being in lockdown for a year and a half, you know, like going to a movie or anything like that is like you pick your head out the door and you're like, is it real? <laughs> It's yeah, it is. It's it's definitely surreal. Yeah, it is a surreal experience. And uh, Betty was saying, I can't believe Julie is able to talk or put ideas together with Gabriel smelling so good. I know. Yes, Betty, I agree. I'm not used to you having that kind of reaction uh, without talking about Paul. (laughs) <laughs> but you're right. You're absolutely right. And she says, I guess that happens when you spend so much time with Gabriel. I'd probably lose my train of thought if that were Paul. You definitely would. You lose definitely your train would. Of thought you definitely would. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so Gabe, Gabe, you know, Gabriel has other plans for her. And he swings her around telling her how beautiful she looks. And Julia was hoping that he would like the dress because it was something she had packed for her trip. And, and, uh, for hopefully one of the parties and, it, and uh, that they would be attending. And, and as he says, he, she is a goddess in green. I and, love that. I yeah. love that phrase. And he kisses her and it was like tasting fine wine. They were holding each other close and, uh, uh, and he was glad she was there. As was Julia. And he, he begins teasing her. And I, I, I suppose you're wondering why I asked you to my office. <laughs> <laughs> and just, hmm, I wonder why. I know, I know. And he then asked her to take down her hair, so she starts blinding him by pulling out the pins and trying to get it together. And he was getting a little impatient. He's like, "Let me!" And he's like pulling out all these pins. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he just couldn't believe how many they were. But um, he'd be, you know, he feeling for the pins and all and. She, and she, Julie, is like, she couldn't, this is such an intimate act. Yes. You know. And, and SR has uh, used that in terms of expressing intimacy several times within mm-hmm. these, these books. And it is, it was very much a caregiving, um, also an ador- uh, act of adoration, I think. Um, and it is. And, and a desire to give pleasure, to please her, to comfort her. Like, he's used that a lot. Um, I shouldn't say a lot, but he, I think he uses it very effectively. I, oh, he does. And I think one of, the, one of the most intimate and sensual things that I've enjoyed in my lifetime is when somebody washes my hair. Mm-hmm. You know? And I had a boyfriend do it to me one time, and I was like, ah, I got to do this more <laughs> often. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, it just, I don't know. It, it just, just the act of washing someone's hair and caring for them, I think is what it is. I agree. As Brenda notes, and hello, Brenda. Um, she says that builds up anticipation. Mm-hmm. And Anna says, OMG, Gabriel playing with her hair is heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty, of course, says, Gabriel, after all this time, do you really have to ask if all those pins are necessary? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 So then he made his way down to the zipper of her dress, and he's looking straight at her straight in the eyes as he's unzippering her dress. And and as it gathers at her hips, she leans forward to tug it off. And now Gabriel's enjoying the the view. But there was no boat motor boating on that one. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, Pam! <laughs> he didn't motorboat. <laughs> what can I tell you? He just stared at her cleavage. Um. And then uh, 
So he, he helped her step out, step out of the dress, and, and she was worried about his suit. And she was like, don't worry about him. He's fine. And he's just looking at her. She's wearing this black boskin and um, underwear that's like a gossamer, like gossamer wings. So very sexy <sighs> underwear with black stockings and garters, which for some reason men seem to love to play with. I don't know why. Uh, it's I, just, um, I, you know, I, I it's, know like, why, it's like I, the... But, it's like the presence, right? It's yeah. like having more things to uh, occupy the visual mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, he, he's helping her take get her stockings off and everything. And uh, But most of all, he was going through a moment of podiatric appreciation of the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and her high Christian Louboutin shoes. <laughs> Which, of course, we know how SR loves to run write about a great pair of uh, stilettos oh, yes. and he never he doesn't disappoint in this scene um, as well as Anna notes yes all the wrappings mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Kenzie says it's a sensual build up the act of being cared for by your lover I think that's referring to the hair washing scenes and Ellie said she loves the hair washing scenes in the series like when he, um, he washes her they bathe together and they, you know he, we take yeah. care of her so yeah, well, it's it is it is all part of that caregiving and that adoration and that um, wanting to just be there for her. Sure. Um, yeah, but but he says I don't think Julia buys her undergarments from QVC or HSN. <laughs> no, no, or, or Kohl's <laughs> or any Macy's store. I I have a feeling her underwear is. Uh, Either Agent Provocateur or the that other big named one. Yes, yes. I forget the name of it offhand. And um, La Perla. Ellie right. says La Perla. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, and Ellie says it demonstrates Gabriel's desire to care for Julia as well, mm -hmm. which is true. True. And the heel fetish, Ellie noted. And yes, Kenzie, can you write in? Because I want to make sure I capture it right. This is the chapter that the edit was inspired by. Um, tell us a little bit about that story. Um, as we continue on, um, <laughs> Gabriel was not expecting uh, the feast for his eyes that he had um, when he took off that beautiful green dress. And um and Julia's like, surprise! <laughs> She's feeling a little bit conspicuous um, because uh, she she She's really thought that they nervous. would celebrate back at the hotel. Um, so she wasn't expecting to be in his office um, bearing all and being uh, presenting her special surprise for him. Mm -hmm. um, but she said Gabriel's, but she was thinking that Gabriel's reaction was much more than she had hoped. Um, and she was a vision uh, with the basque and the basque flattened her tummy, accentuated her small waist. Um, you can imagine her breasts were very full because she's still nursing Claire. Um, she must have looked incredibly voluptuous. And the high heels made her taller and lengthened her legs. He really was speechless. Um, and again, wouldn't this be great to see on screen, to see the reaction, to see how, how beautifully Melanie would... Kind of be demure and you know and, and a little Julia's bit as reverent, reverential. Yes, yes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Betty says, I wonder what was Gabriel expecting? I'll tell you, Betty, I think he was just expecting her to be in her, her typical normal undergarments, not, not with the, not with the, uh, gar- uh, underwear, you know, the, the bosque and the garters and the stockings. I don't think he was expecting her to be fully, fully geared up for, uh, festivities and I, um, but i have a feeling too that julia wouldn't wear pantyhose yeah when she's around him anyway yeah i don't know i, I think that'd be interesting especially if it was something this formal she might i was thinking about that i didn't ask us or that question now um and yes ellie says go breastfeeding boobs yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a friend if she wore a 34a she was lucky Mm-hmm. And when she got pregnant and she, uh, she was like, I've got boobs all of a sudden. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they definitely, they definitely will, uh, mm-hmm. will, uh, boost their size. That's for sure. Mm, that they will. <laughs> and Anna, I was thinking the same thing. I almost asked SR that too. And I, I just couldn't bring myself to do it, frankly. She said, honestly, those breastfeeding boobs are going to be dripping. <laughs> and I was thinking that because she'd been away from the baby for a while. So mm-hmm. unless she slid out and was pumping, I was thinking some of the some of the uh, lingerie might have a little bit of, of breast milk on it. So I know too much information, mm-hmm. but this is the reality of uh, yeah, breastfeeding, breast is- a breastfeeding mother of a, a newborn. Oh, it's always um, fun. It's always fun, especially mm-hmm. when you're in the shower and it's squirting all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, and Betty also noted um, in terms of where she was going with the question, um, she said, I think Julie is always wearing fancy stuff when she's with him. So. Absolutely. I Absolutely. think you're right. I just she, think maybe, maybe the, she goes the to the garters in the Basque. Maybe she goes to Neiman <clears throat> Marcus for in, in, <laughs> instead of uh, mm-hmm. QVC or HSN. <laughs> yes. Or Target. Yes. And and Ellie um, Ellie said, "Don't forget the breast pads." No, That's true. Knows, yes. I know. I was thinking. I was thinking. Did she tuck those in that Basque? <laughs> I know. I would have. <laughs> um, Most definitely. So, and. Uh, Kenzie, thank you for adding this. Um, Kenzie sent SR. Well, it's the halftime show, mm-hmm. so I will share. Um, I will share this over the halftime show. A little side story about this. Um, when SR was writing "Promise," Kenzie sent SR an edit, which had a you know beautiful um, photo because, as you know, um, Kenzie and so many of the fans will do some really beautiful artwork and edits and post them online. Mm -hmm. And she sent SR an edit when he was writing Promise. And SR told her he felt inspired to write a scene for it. And this is the scene that was inspired by Kenzie's edit. So Kenzie, I will ask you if you could share with us, put on the All Things SR page or send it to Pam and we can put it on our page. Mm -hmm. Um, The edit that inspired the scene, that would be great. And if you already did that, then I'm sorry, because I haven't seen, um, I haven't looked at her page in like the last couple days. So um, I think that's super cool. So Mm -hmm. yes, and as Betty said, this is the halftime sexy time show. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I love how SR gets inspiration from all different corners, right? I mean, this beautiful image that Kenzie sent, 
-hmm. inspired him to write the scene. Mm -hmm. And he'll incorporate things in his work um, that he's experienced um, or he's seen or he's read. And I just think that's great. Mm -hmm. That's what makes his work so rich. So... So Gabriel surprised and speechless, and he asked if she would pose for him um, because he really wanted to take her photos. She was a siren, love that word, mm-hmm. and he was just—he was just so taken with her, and he immediately divested himself from his suit jacket and tie, and he went right in and kissed her. Um, so. <laughs> um, and she was like, no, not now. We're not going to do the photos now. And uh, Julia told him, though, and reminded him, you know, it has been six weeks. Mm-hmm. And she was just cleared by Dr. Rubio. Um, so she was thinking, you know, and I think this was why she w- she had been so gussied up. And Anna, yes, can you imagine Gabriel's reaction to breast pads in a $500 lace box? <laughs> What special hell is this? <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, I don't think Gabriel was expecting quite that level of clearance and mm-hmm. runway. Mm-hmm. So he really then amped up the ante and was really quick to remove the jacket and tie and just, he was kissing her and things were getting very heated. And as he brought his hips closer to her, she could just feel him and feel his excitement. And she broke free long enough to say, come on, Gabriel, someone's going to hear us. You know, I think Julia's trying to hold on to the decorum, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, this isn't just, you know, this is something extraordinary. And this lecture is so prestigious. And I think she she has this, she still has the, she's trying to hold on to um, decorum. But going in all together. Yeah, well, I, I I think she knew she was, um, her desire was going to overtake her, her sense of decorum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are behind closed locked doors and the windows have the, have the curtains drawn. So um, she broke free long enough to just say, you know, someone might hear us. And Gabriel kissed her and put her right on the desk. And told her, well, you're just going to have to be quiet. Mm -hmm. So you can, again, this would be a great scene to see um, filmed. Julia knew that would be really tough just by the way he was touching her. But I think she was up for the challenge. Mm -hmm. And she hugged his hips with her knees. And the heels were stabbing his thighs. So she offered to take them off. And he was like, no fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) he wants those heels digging into his back he is ready um as betty says gabriel the caveman don't Don't care care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so they're um, (laughs) what can i tell you they're just so weird sometimes men (laughs) yes he is yes so um, also, we'd asked SR what was the expletive Gabriel had uttered when he when he came. I figured I would better ask for Betty. <laughs> <laughs> and they 
SR wrote, Gabriel likes the F word, so that's what he said, although he has been trying to overcome his propensity for profanity. <laughs> <laughs> there is no... Uh... There's no stopping the profanity when he is in this state. Absolutely <laughs> not. He does it and he says it. <laughs> he does. And and as Kenzie says, well, this is spicy. Yes, it is yes. a bit spicy. So, yeah, she's trying to keep her. She's trying to keep quiet by biting the inside of her lip. You know, mm. pillow, you know, pillows help when you're in your in-laws' house. But anyhow, um, she she pulls the shirt free and. Uh, but Gabriel was being impatient, so he just pulls it out over his head. Thank God he didn't rip the buttons off as something. <laughs> and I'm laughing because Lori says, well, this has woke me up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it definitely has. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and Gabriel loses his mind, and it's funny to hear Betty said, which yes. is true. Mm-hmm. Well, think about this, though. He is a very sexual, very sensual man. Yes, he It's is. been six long weeks without him having that kind of physical connection with his wife and right. he is climbing the walls so, so well he's climbing her now but that's another story um <laughs> exactly so as as uh you know things become more heated gabriel reaches behind julie and grabs a letter opener and proceeds to cut off her underwear you can see that happening too. Right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's what can I tell you? And anyway, um, so he as he tears it off, he he, he tells her he's going to get her new ones, and then he puts the uh, the uh, letter opener the side on the on the desk and and proceeds to tear the panties off. And uh, so Julie rests his hands on the desk so as Gabriel worked her his way up her thighs. Mm-hmm. And as she calms down from Gabriel mentions that he quickly diverted, divests himself of all his clothes. And now we've got a naked Gabriel in an office with a almost naked Julia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. As Betty said... Um, right. I was wondering if Gabriel carried an extra shirt in case he ripped the buttons off of his shirt. <laughs> and uh, Betty, uh, Lori said, you're the best, which is very true. Mm. And um, Gabriel has turned into a romance novel leading man, tearing panties of, off of his leading lady. <laughs> this is true. This it is happens. very true. It happens. The best of book boyfriends, right? And sometimes real ones. <laughs> Not that I know anything about that. <laughs> Another chapter for your book, fan. <laughs> somewhere in there. Um, so anyway, so as as uh, so as he takes off his trousers and his boxers brief, he's, he's like, I don't have a condom because you know Doctor Rubio had cleared him before they right. left, and he hadn't she hadn't told him yet on that. And uh, they, she had been put on the pill, and he says, well, and then, oh, lo and behold, but come, what she pop up with, but a condom. So that's... Julia was ready. She was ready. Julia was ready. Mm-hmm. She had it with her. And so. ready, willing, and able. So that, you know, he, he was pretty happy about that because that, you know, that would be double protection for her at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julia really didn't care what happened to the panties right at all so uh 
you know, they, they proceed to have a good time together and he's holding her and, you know, she'd be fine and, you know, he's he kissed his smart, beautiful girl and then disposes of the condom. Now, you're in an office. It's not necessarily yours. <laughs> okay? Are you going to put that condom mm -hmm. in a trash can for the cleaning people to come to get? <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is just my weird thought process. I think he would be balling it up in a bunch of tissues and would have put a lot of, I think he would have done it. Yes. I don't uh, think he, I don't, because I don't think Gabriel cares. <laughs> I'm and sure I he think doesn't. Gabriel would be proud of the fact that he used the office for extracurricular activities. I, I just, I just, my, my weird, my thought process is going in mm -hmm. the direction. So, what oh yeah, mm -hmm. no, I get it. I totally get it. So, um, and Betty said, do you honestly think Gabriel would carry a used condom with him? No, but I would think <laughs> that maybe he would dispose of it in the men's right. room somewhere. Right. He would have dropped it off somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and uh, Betty said, at least he used a letter opener instead of magically developing super strength and, <laughs> and, and just the panties with his bare hands. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> true. And yeah, so now, um, Betty so now the Julia was on a mission, and Anna said Julianne came prepared, and she did. And um, Lori noted that Pam's book will be a series, and she's here for it. <laughs> it's going to be a long way. Um <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, again, my thought process, torn underwear, used condom in a trash can in an office. <laughs> and mean, Ashley was just, thinking mm. the same way, Pam, by the way. Ashley said she's thinking the same way. Yeah. I, I, I'm I like, mm. ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, as, Gabriel, uh, as Gabriel turns around to, to start dressing... He, uh, Julia notices that he's got these scrapes along his backside and his shoulder blades. And she was, she was very apologetic about that. But Gabriel flashes a grin saying, I wear my love scars with pride. And, you know, I, again, talking about recurring themes in SR's work, right? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about scars a lot on this podcast and the, and prior podcasts with the man in the black suit, um, and I loved this was kind of another scar reference that had a, an entirely different tone and a different meaning. Mm -hmm. And this was the, the scars of passion, right? This is mm -hmm. the scar of love and the scars of their union. Um, and I'm sure Julia was mortified because she wouldn't want to harm him. No. And he was thinking this was kind of a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, that, that was one thing when I was reading it, I was struck by that. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can see Gabriel flashing a grin and saying that I, you can totally see oh, yeah. it. And, um, as Brenda noted a double meaning for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and then said the torn underwear in his pocket for his trophy case. <laughs> Yeah, Betty, because Betty asked the question, who keeps the torn underwear, Julie or Gabriel? Well, maybe he throws those in the, uh, in the trash. He, yeah, he's, he's not, he's not going to toss them out the window at the college. That's for darn sure. No, no, just, he, he, shoved the, he shoved those right in his pocket. He wasn't going to leave those hanging out there, I don't yeah. think. All right, well, one never knows, but. <clears throat> As know. Kenzie says, one must do what well, one must do. That's right. 
but it's still my mind goes to weird places. <laughs> so you know, that's what, what we love about you, Pam. I know. <laughs> uh, so she she cringes at the marks on his skin, and he uh, lifts her chin and says that we wound each other, but they also heal each other. And the healing that he's received from her is perhaps the most important of his life. And this touched Julia. That was, I got deep real fast. Yes, I it mean, did. think about it. They had mm-hmm. this really passionate, hot sex on the desk, right? This, desk this really sex. intense, this intense lovemaking. And then, you know, this realization, this, his vulnerability um, mm-hmm. was palpable mm-hmm. in that remark. And... I just thought that was, it was, this is a very intimate scene for more than one reason. Yeah. Not just the physical connection. No, but um, just the whole, the whole connecting of their spirits as well as their bodies is what it basically mm-hmm. comes to. So Gabriel <laughs> has to go upstairs and Julie needs to go back to the hotel to feed Claire. I hope she does have those pads on. Um, and because she'd only left two bottles for with Rebecca for Claire and uh, so she when she hopped down onto the floor she um, nearly fell from her right foot mm-hmm. and Gabriel steadied her and asked if she's okay and so ends the chapter well almost well I know we're getting there yeah we're getting there and I, I'm good I was just seeing that uh, uh, Kenzie hopes the staplers were removed and, and staple uh, <laughs> pullers, too. Yes. And Betty says as long as he doesn't accidentally pull out the underwear instead of a hanky, he'll, he should be okay. That's true. And Mana said, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and Brenda said, yes, she, she saved him in his eyes. <laughs> and Anna noted also that Gabriel's going to insist his permanent office, um, that this is his permanent office, <laughs> has that his permanent office has this particular desk. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, to uh, remind him of uh, this you just, night, you just got to make sure that the nameplate's not on the desk, the stapler's not on the desk, the stapler's <laughs> not on the desk. Any pens and pencils are off to the side, and uh, you know the calendar. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think when I was envisioning this, I was thinking this is probably one just like an empty office, yeah. you know, like an extra yeah. a spare a spare office that someone who's visiting could use. Mm-hmm. Um, and and use it, and he used it and well. He has used it well. <laughs> yes, he, has. he definitely used that spare uh, that spare office. Mm-hmm. So you know, Julia was kind of uh, almost fell because her right foot was still bothering her. Gabriel was concerned, asked if she was okay, and Julia was like, "Yes, I'm fine. I'm fine." Mm-hmm. Um, adjusting the basque, um, she. And uh, fingers were brushing her hair behind her ears. She was noticing that the numbness came back to her right leg. And that's why she was unsteady. She had almost turned her ankle when she stood up. And she didn't say anything to Gabriel because she didn't want him to worry about her um, at this critical time for him. Um, And, you know, I... I paused on that for a bit because I was like, oh, she just keeps, you know, she keeps hiding this from him. Mm-hmm. But I also understand he's going to face reporters right now and has to go. 
and for her to bring something up like this would probably, it, yeah, probably throw him off him. his game yeah. and upset him very much. And he may have insisted on not going, which could have really ruffled the feathers of the administrators at Edinburgh. So I think I gave, for me personally, as I read this, I gave her a pass on this particular one mm-hmm. because she knew he had to go talk to media. And as someone who does that... <laughs> In my professional life, um, and has done a lot of media relations, I I totally appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also thought she well, I she's thought gonna before, have to talk to him at some point. Sometime. Well, and she should have, you know, in my mind, she should have told him about it as soon as it started. Um, but as as Betty says, Julia, this yeah. is not good. You have yeah. to speak up. She's letting it pass over and over again, and you're absolutely right, Betty. And it was, and it uh, wasn't the normal argument. What's wrong? Nothing. Right, right. So. And she's like, "No, I'm fine. It's okay," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure Gabriel's thinking, "Wow, you know, it, it did rock his world, so it must have rocked her world too." <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why she was unst- uh, unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he asked again. You know, are you okay? Are you sure? And with a quick smile, she said oh, she was okay. And so he zipped up her dress and he informed her that they may be um, having another dinner this evening. Um, and uh, yes, Anna, her leg issue has been going on and she has kept it secret. And, you know, if Julia would have stopped for a moment and thought about how she would feel if Gabriel had an issue with his leg and he didn't tell her, you know, it's that Mm -hmm. reciprocity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know that would have bothered her. So um, we all are reading this and knowing that um, something has to give here and that she's going to have to come clean with him at some point. Um, I do give her a pass for this particular occasion though. And you guys can disagree with me on that. Um, but uh, she should have told him this from the beginning. In my Absolutely opinion. from the beginning. But I think for this, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been, um, you know, the <laughs> fact that he's meeting up with Eleanor Mitchell for the BBC, that, you know, that's. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and, and Anna, yes, she would have flipped her shit. <laughs> As you stated, yes, she would have. I agree. So, you know, he mentioned there might be another dinner. He would call her with the details and. She was saying she might not make it after their little tryst. She really feels tired. She might need a nap. Um, and Gabriel grinned wolfishly, saying that he would call her anyway. And then, you know, she can decide how she feels at that time. If she'd rather mm-hmm. stay in, he would uh, he would go, but then it'd detach himself as soon as he could. And um, Brenda noted she already knows that how she feels because he has hid stuff from her already in the past. She already knows how that feels because he has hid stuff from her already in the past. Mm-hmm. Really good point, Brenda. Mm-hmm. And um, Ellie notes that Julia knows he would freak out, which is very true because he mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. And um, Anna said, and she should have told her doctors as soon as it began Absolutely. as well. And yeah, and Ellie echoed, you know, Anna's sentiment. Ellie said, I'm more concerned she isn't going to the doc to figure it out. Um, which is very true. Yeah, I'm surprised um, she would she wouldn't have said something with Dr. Rubio when she went for her checkup. Right, right. Um, just to ask, 
because, you know, during pregnancy, sometimes you, with hormonal shifts, et cetera, um, you can become out of alignment. Your, your bones become more flexible. I only know this because this happened to me. Um, I had a horrible case of sciatica. Um, where I was having pain shooting down my leg Mm -hmm. and I couldn't understand why because it was happening to me well before you could even tell I was pregnant on the outside Um, and they said it's because the instability of your joints as they start to become flexible your bones Mm -hmm. become a little more a little more flexible Um, not your bone you you have a little bit more your body your hormonal shift will make um, things a little more um, unstable so it is a little hard being away, Ellie noted, from home, but she always puts herself last. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty noted, she asked if anyone, I wonder if anyone has noticed. And I don't think they have. I mean, well, they have. No, I mean, Gabriel's noticed, but she always she always explains it away and, and kind of says, no, it's fine. Or, you know, I just I stepped on it wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um we, she begins, or he begins tidying the desk, placing the letter opener in the center, almost as if it was a souvenir, looped his tie around his neck, and told her that maybe they could go to the pool or the spa this evening. Julia would like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then a knock on the door came, and <laughs> you can imagine they're both like getting dressed and, um, straightening up and then you had the knock right mm-hmm. um a male voice called that he that gabriel was wanted upstairs and uh eleanor Mit- michaels of the bbc is looking for you um as he told the person he would be right there um julie was trying not to laugh because you can imagine he's like tucking himself in he's like we're gonna be right there um and she whispered to him you should go um and she'd wait until the coast was clear and then lock the door behind her. Yeah, and Ken- Fine, he said, rolling his eyes upward and shook his head. And Kenzie <laughs> has to go. Um, she's uh, going out shopping today for some summer dresses. Oh, I love cream. it, Kenzie. Have a great day. Yeah. Have a great day. Enjoy the sunshine. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see what you bought. Right. We need a full report, Kenzie. Absolutely. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun with your mom. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and I was looking as Anna said, the holy shit knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she was going to wait till the coast was clear and then lock the door behind her. And he said, fine, rolling up his eye, rolling his eyes upward and shook his head. He didn't want to go. He'd rather be there with her. And so she groomed him quickly. And you can see she was straightening his tie, adjusting his suit jacket, smoothing his hair, making sure he's media ready, mm-hmm. um, as well as wiping all the lipstick off of his face. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and Kenzie noted, yes, SR is on. Yeah, you can hear, um, my, you can hear my, my phone going. The notifications are yes. going nuts. Um and Cheryl said, it is always fun to shop, so have a great shopping trip, Kenzie. Um, super glad that uh, you're going to have a fun day today. Um, so, you know, she's straightening him out, wiping off the lipstick. He turned in a circle, just checking to make sure he's presentable. 
delectable, she said, and the BBC will love him. So he gave Julia a firm kiss, grabbed his briefcase and garment bag, opened the door a crack, and slipped out into the corridor. Waiting for the steps to recede, Julia collapsed in a chair, fanning herself with both hands. <laughs> because she had quite the meeting with the professor. Yes, she did. <laughs> and yes, that was a did. great, I just, I mean, it was a great chapter for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. um, we actually asked SR about this question and he said why did you, this following question why did Julia feel like she had to wait until the coast was clear to leave the office um, and SR said for the scene that you mentioned I think Julianne probably felt a little self-conscious but also she knows it's important for both of them to be professional so she didn't want to be seen coming out of his office in case someone saw her and surmised that shenanigans had ensued. <laughs> and SR added that he really hopes readers enjoyed the scene. So, yeah. in fact, I'm going to paste that in the chat. So yeah. I just think that was... Yeah, because he, he also said that Edinburgh is such a beautiful city, especially in the summertime. So if anybody ever gets to Scotland... Go and enjoy Edinburgh. Yes. Yes. SR really has raved about Edinburgh several times. Mm -hmm. And um, I see Dolly has joined us. Good afternoon, Dolly. Hey, so glad you could pop in. Um, yes, Betty said, this is the type of meeting I was expecting in Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> I think a couple of us uh, were... Um, at different points in that book. Um, and I just, you know, I thought it was a beautifully written chapter and it really en emphasized their intimacy, which I think mm -hmm. was really great. So, yeah, it, it is, it is. And, um, I, you know, it's, it's been a long six weeks and it has finally come to fruition. Yes. The, the dry spell is over. Yes. <laughs> the shenanigans have, have uh, may, may, may begin in earnest, um, starting with desk sex. That's right. So, yeah, anyway. it's really, really a good, a good chapter, and uh, you know, it also lays out the, you know, it, it kind of reminds us about her leg issue and the fact that she still has not told him. Um, and then another thread that started in this chapter is his, um, his media and interviews and, uh, what that will bring for them as well. So, mm. and <laughs> Betty said, Paul's meeting with Allison is one I wish I could unread. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know that's traumatic for you. And Dolly said, sorry, my kids had their friends over. No worries, no Dolly. Worries. You you always know you can find us on many, many platforms to listen to um, during the week if you can't join us in the chat live. Because um, we are on Mixler. You can always look at the track there. Um, SoundCloud. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. And TuneIn. TuneIn. And Amazon, Amazon Music. And, and a new, new one. one. Spotify. Yes, we're happy to announce today that Spotify um, has accepted All Things SR uh, for their podcasts, and uh, you can now find us on Spotify, which is super exciting. I have Spotify, 
And mm -hmm. I was very excited to uh, look up all things SR and see it there. Yep. Very, very excited about that. So you can join us on any on any of those platforms, which are really most of the platforms um, that yeah, there are, there are uh, where you can find. There are a couple others uh, I'm looking at. I just have to mm -hmm. look at the technical issue behind it and, uh, you know, if it's free to post them or not. Um, yes, because I know that there are a couple out there that charge you to call, uh, charge you to, to host up your, to host your podcast. So yes, yes, but it's well, fun. It's fun. It's fun, into. and we're we're excited to be a uh, new um, added to Spotify, which is great. And Dahlia, wow, Dahlia has her kids had their friends over for some pool fun. Imagine handling fifteen teenagers. No, thank you. <laughs> One word: disaster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it though. Not I love it. Help. <laughs> uh, and um, <laughs> Betty had said, "This is like the Olympic Games. Once they start, every event is filled with anticipation and much enthusiasm." Yes, yes, yes. Um, and thank you for your kind words about our our new um, for our new platform that where you can find us. Um, we're very excited about it, and. We are. We are. We're also excited to be joining the Emmer Zoom this afternoon. So yeah, two o'clock. If I know some of you are regulars there, so we look forward to seeing you. If not, and if you're not, uh, if you don't have the link to actually join the the Zoom itself, you can follow it on the Emmer Zoom Facebook page because um, they do broadcast it as and well. They, and, and, and they and they do post their, the chat and everything out there. So yeah, yeah, we'll get. Um, you'll get to hear us talk about chapters 21 and 22. Mm -hmm. And one thing um, I really, it really struck me, Pam, when we were preparing for the Ember Zoom, talking about those chapters in Rapture, um, and then preparing for our podcast this week, uh, just the, the growth and how far this couple has come and how Absolutely. their characters have evolved. It was really striking to me, um, really striking to me thinking back about that, you know, mm -hmm. and how, you know, Dean Aris found the old emails and how Julia was so angry. She just tore off an email and sent it without thinking about what she, what the implications were. And I think, you know, at this point now she would never have do anything like that. Right. You know, she, right she's really she's grown and evolved and Gabriel definitely has grown and evolved and they're much more um on the same page and more as a partners yeah they've they, now so it, it, I, a lot of that's the intimacy that they've created for themselves too which makes it <laughs> yes and, 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 and intimacy I'm not talking necessarily about sex or the physical connection but there's a certain amount of in you know yeah, intimacy that, that you get by talking and by being with each other and learning learning each other, right? And stuff. So, right. So and it's anyway. really great. And and as Betty says, Dean Aris, the most unpopular character in the series. <laughs> the key word here is communication. Absolutely, absolutely, Betty. And uh, Monica said she might join for a while till it's time for dinner. Um, her kitchen will need her eventually or she'll die. <laughs> yes, Monica, we want to make sure you eat um, eat well and uh, want you to be around for many, many more podcasts. Mm -hmm. So please do. And Brenda notes the emotional connection and connection of the souls, I right. think is 
is really a beautiful way to put it, Brenda. So, so ladies, we will uh, hopefully catch up with you on the Emma Zooms later on today. And uh, if you're not, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, maybe you'll do some shopping like Kenzie's doing. <laughs> Grab some ice cream like Kenzie's doing. Uh, that I would <laughs> like to do today at some point, but we'll, we'll see know. what happens. I have to go. I have to take care of Phil, so we'll see what goes. I know, I know. I hope he, I hope he does. Um, I hope he's feeling better, and I hope uh, your afternoon um, of caregiving goes well. Yeah, I'm sure it will. He's good. And Monica yeah. just got her second dose of the vaccine, so she's a little. I understand, um, but congratulations. Congratulations yes, on it. I hope. Uh, I hope the the any side effects pass quickly. quickly. Mm -hmm. And uh, just know your body is developing the antibodies to fight the um, virus mm -hmm. and um, that you'll feel better very soon. So, and thank you for your kind words, everybody. We're very excited. Um, and Monica says she feels a little drunk. Well, that's, <laughs> that could be a good thing, Monica. I don't be, yeah. know. But I know you feel kind of off balance and I've had friends who felt kind of off. So... It's a perfect time to rest and rejuvenate if you can. Yeah. As so, Betty says, get plenty of rest. I am going to leave us today with a little Gordon Lightfoot. Lovely. Lovely. Nice Canadian folk artist. And if you could read my mind. Enjoy, everybody. Have a great week. The kind of drugstore sells When you reach the park where the heartaches come, the heroes meet. The heroes often fail. And you won't read that book of.